Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Burgundy and gold today. Program up for sale, right? Is our team being sold? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Team Nanity streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Before we jump in with college basketball, uh, this just a moment ago, former chief right tackle Andrew Wiley is going to sign with the Commanders. Three years, $24 million. Reuniting with Eric Bieniemy. 59 games started over the last five years in Kansas City. Yeah, I like EB. That's good. Again, bringing his flock. You need as many people that understand what it takes to be a champion on your side. I love it. All right, Patrick Stevens is going to talk to us right now about championships of the college basketball variety. He is a bracketologist champion with uh, with his predictions ahead of time. Uh, good enough to join us right now. How's it going, Patrick? Hey, Patrick. Hey, fellas. How you doing this afternoon? Good. good. You uh, you had a pretty good uh, projection. It looked like looking at uh, looking how things shook out. Pretty pretty close to home. Yeah, I, I prefer to think that the committee just did a really good job. So <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Let's let's start there uh, with the committee. I mean, there's always going to be controversy. I think we all understand that at this point. There's always going to be something. Did anything just stand out to you more than others? That wow, they really blew this, or this seemed really odd. Is there anything that, that really stands out to you? The only thing that stood out to me was Texas A&M being a seven. Okay. Because I thought that, you know, th- there's a certain school of thought that the committee's basically done a lot of its work by the time you get to about Friday or so. But it's not as if Texas A&M tacked on a lot of great victories late. I mean, they beat, they beat a decent Vanderbilt team, but not a great Vanderbilt team in the semis of the SEC tournament on Saturday. I just thought that their overall profile, you know, when you looked at the team sheet, there's six different metrics that they list on there. And at the end of the day, and granted, this did improve over the last couple of days of the season, uh, they were in the top 20 in all six of them, uh, which would suggest to me that they would be at least a five seed. Uh, and so for them to be a seven seed feels like that they're probably uh, the team that has more right to be miffed than just about anybody else. Because instead of being you know, in a situation where maybe you get into one of those toss-up four or five games, instead they're, they're staring at probably having to play Texas uh, if in, the, yeah. in the second round, assuming they can get past a Penn State team. And by the way, if you're Penn State and you just did four games in four days and now you have to take on an angry Texas A&M team on Thursday, I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about what you thought about the Lions. I thought the Nittany Lions probably performed as well as any club in the country. You think they played a little bit over their head, but they were doing it consistently. Yeah, and I, I thought if you had to pick out a second team to point out, it would have been Penn State maybe being a little underseeded. I mean, let's face it, if, 
if you get yourself into an 8-9 game, it doesn't really matter if you're an 8 or a 9. And I kind of thought that they had played their way up to the 8 line just compared even to the other teams from the Big Ten that were in that 8-9 mix, like Illinois, like Iowa, like Maryland. I thought Penn State wound up with a better profile than all of those teams when all was said and done. Uh, so, so they're certainly a team that, that has a little bit of a gripe. Although, again, I, I would argue that if I was Penn State, the thing I would be most frustrated about is having just played four games in four days, and, and now I've got a fairly quick turnaround. I mean, I think that extra day in, in playing Friday, not that the committee's really taking that into account, but that would have been a nice little thing for them to have had to be able to go into a Friday first-round game rather than a Thursday first-round game. And in fairness to the NCAA, Penn State is playing in the absolute last session on Thursday afternoon against Texas A&M. I think that game is in Des Moines. Uh, we're talking to Patrick Stevens at D1S Course on Twitter. Uh, you can give him a follow there. does a great job breaking to the brackets of the Washington Post throughout the college basketball season here with us on Burgundy Gold today. Via the BetQL guest hotline, Bet Smarter be the books. Download the BetQL app today. All right, let's get to the locals first. Uh, Maryland did not do themselves any favors the last few weeks of the regular season, didn't quite do enough of the tournament, so they are in a very difficult draw. Not only getting West Virginia uh, the nine, but also obviously the winner most likely playing Alabama in front of basically the whole state of Alabama. So uh, what did you think about where Maryland end up, and was that just and fair based on the way that things played out throughout the season? Yeah, that was about right. I mean, I felt like they were going to be in one of those (laughs) – Excuse me. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> One of those eight nine games, and there was a pretty good chance that they were going to be down in Birmingham. I mean, you figure Purdue was going to be the last of those one seeds, so they were going to be stuck playing an Alabama, a Houston, or a Kansas in the second round, assuming they could get through. And as as crazy as it sounds, because West Virginia is pretty good, you know, there were scenarios where they would have had to have played like an Arkansas or an Auburn or one of those super athletic. Uh, SEC teams in the first round. I, I think West Virginia is relatively manageable in comparison. I'm not saying sure. it's going to be an easy game, uh, but I, I think that they would have been overwhelmed a bit by the athleticism of those two teams I just mentioned. So, you know, the, the reality for Maryland is, is if, if you wanted to avoid this sort of situation, you, you win at Ohio State or you, or you grab that last rebound against Penn State yeah. or you pick off Indiana in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, they put themselves in a tough spot. Well, um, Looking at uh, looking at Howard, I mean, they don't have to do the play-in game, but you get Kansas, albeit Kansas maybe without their head coach, uh, depending on what his doctors think, uh, with Bill Self going through that heart procedure over the week weekend. Um, so, I mean, it, all things considered, I mean, it was obviously huge for them to win the MEAC. Uh, this is always a tough spot, the one verse 16 but I guess it beats going to the play-in series in Dayton. Well, there's a couple ways of looking at the Dayton situation. One is is that you go there and, A, you have a much more realistic chance of winning a game. Sure. And second of all, because of the way the NCAA doles out the money from the NCAA tournament, they, they basically give you units. And every game you play, other than the national title game, you get a unit. So if you're a 16 seed, you actually have a chance to make your league some money in that, in that Dayton situation. Interesting. That okay. said, you know, I'm really happy for, for Kenny Blakeney and Howard for being able – to just get direct entry into the round of 16. I mean, just the fact that it does feel like those Dayton games are, are a little bit separate, no matter how much the NCAA tries to, to make it not seem like they're playing games, they're playing games. And so for Howard, a double champion, won the regular season, won the conference tournament, we're able to jump over a Texas A&M Corpus Christi team that won the Southland that, that I kind of thought on paper 
probably had a little bit better profile. But in the end, you know, I, I think you could make the case for Howard, and the committee obviously did. And amazingly enough, Howard runs into the exact same team that it saw in the first round the last time it was in the NCAA tournament back in 1992 in the Jayhawks. Uh, it's going to be a, a bit of tough sledding for the Bison, but they do have so many interesting pieces, and they're so deep that I do think that they have a chance to keep things interesting for a little while. And if you're a 16 seed, that's what you want to do. Keep things interesting for as long as possible. You look at guys like Elijah Hawkins, who's a really, really good point guard. And you've got a freshman in Shy Odom, who's played exceptionally well uh, over the back half of the season. And you've got guys like Steve Settle. There's only so many guys that are 6'10 and about 185, 190 and can shoot the three the way he does. And you go right down the line, Jelani Williams, the Penn grad transfer, uh, who, who sat out for so many years because of knee injuries, had three ACL tears, and now has the chance to play in the NCAA tournament. A lot of great stories on that Howard's, on that Howard roster, uh, and just the turnaround that, that, that Kenny Blakeney's been able to engineer. I think this is a, 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 an opportunity to savor things for a few days. If there's, if it, I know Howard isn't necessarily looking to be happy just to be there, but if there's a team that, des- that deserves to have the attitude of happy to be there, uh, certainly the Bison making their first trip in 31 years. And trends mean a lot. And HBCU money seems to be coming in. Uh, now Howard is an excellent position to get people to come, to play, to get the education, the experience. And I just see this as being a platform, not a one and done, but really a platform for this program to do some things that, that uh, haven't been done in a long time around here. I remember sitting across from Kenny Blakeney after during his first summer after he took the job at Howard. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like how they would schedule and what he wanted to do. And, you know, let's face it, and I think he knew this too. There's, there's a certain amount of skepticism that comes from, you know, looking at a, at, a, at a program that hadn't been to the NCAA tournament in, at that point, more than 25 years. And, and frankly, had had plenty of time in there where they frankly didn't take it all that seriously. And this was a guy that, you know, he played for Morgan Wooten at DeMatha. He played for Mike Krzyzewski at Duke. He's a really, really bright guy. And he has background working at places like Notre Dame and Harvard and Columbia. And so you take all of that and you throw in the academics of Howard. And he made it very clear that he wanted to basically treat it like it was an Ivy League program as much as anything else and say, you know, this is, this is the best in academics. We're going to do better in basketball. You know, we're going to invest in all this. And it has come to fruition this season, uh, and I do agree. I think that there is an upward trend there, and the thing is, is getting there the first time was the tough part. You know, it's obviously not going to necessarily be easy to do it over and over and over again, but at least you knock down the 30 years' worth of, you know, I don't want to say apathy, although there's some of that in play, just 30 years of just sort of inertia as much as anything else over at Howard. Uh, and, and Blakeney has done a fabulous job really blending recruits uh, like freshmen, uh, some holdovers uh, initially, not, not really anymore, uh, and some of these Ivy League grad transfers. I mean, also picked up Marcus Dockery, the Maryland transfer, who hadn't played a ton for the Terps. Uh, and so it was a really interesting mix at a school that doesn't have the luxury of just being able to plug and play guys like so many other teams in their league. Yeah, Patrick Stevens with us, Washington Post, talking college basketball here in the BetQL <laughs> Guest Hotline. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple other uh, local uh, teams, the two Commonwealth teams, start with Virginia. I-, I tell you what, I saw Furman play a couple times this year. They're no joke. I mean, that's that's not the easiest of first games for the uh, runners-up in the ACC tournament. No, it is not. And Furman had been knocking on the door 
for a long time here. You remember a couple years back, uh, I think it was Villanova they picked off. They had another yeah. early season win. They made an appearance in the top 25. You know, they had been chugging along with top 20 or top 20 win seasons here for several years. And now they finally make the tournament for the first time since 1980. It's been that long. They used to be sort of a regular in the yeah. 70s. And now, you know, 27 and 7, like you said, a really good team, an excellent, efficient interior scoring team. They shoot almost 60% from two. Uh, this team does. And so you, you look at them and they could create some problems uh, for Virginia in that first round game. You know, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Virginia, obviously, you know, offensively challenged at times, certainly in that ACC final against Duke. Uh, they're going to have to do some scoring to be able to win that game against the Paladins. Yeah, no doubt. And VCU, uh, you know, you like others thought, hey, they had a win yesterday to get in, which seems wild to think with how the A-10 suddenly a one-bid league, but that's kind of where things are this season. Uh, They get it done. They beat Dayton. So they're in, and they're at 12, and, uh, you know, getting getting St. Mary's. I don't know if I'm St. Mary's. I'm really excited about that, but uh, what did you think of with the Rams, uh, where the Rams drew and what they may be able to do in the West? Well, you look at that game, St. Mary's is ninth in Ken Palm in adjusted defensive efficiency. VCU is 17th. It's a rock uh, fight. <laughs> this, is a ga- this is a game that, you know, whoever, if somebody gets to 55, it very well may be enough. Uh, and both of those teams have some interesting pieces. Obviously, Ace Baldwin being the star for VCU. Uh, for St. Mary's, a team that ha- has been a top 10 to 20 team in the net and in Ken Palm for most of the season. Uh, they've got a kid named Aiden Mahaney who just is a, had a monster game the first time around against Gonzaga when they beat him in overtime. Uh, and had, he had 18 in that game, but he also did a whole lot of stuff. It felt like it seemed like every big shot that kid was hitting. And so you know, I think that that is a game that if you like defense, you're probably going to like that one. I, I don't even know if rock fight is appropriate to use there <laughs> just because so te- both teams are so good at it. Yeah. It's not so much that they're not great offensive yeah. teams, although, although in fairness, you know, I don't think we would sit here and say that VCU is exactly a, a paragon of offensive efficiency. Right. But you know, I, I do think that that will be more good defense than bad offense as it unfolds. And you look at that grouping, you know, you got UConn and Iona in the other game. Uh, you know, UConn hasn't had a lot of success in the NCAA tournament basically since they won the thing in 2014. And then you've got the Rick Patino variable sitting there. So that's an interesting little grouping of teams up in Albany in that West bracket. No doubt. Uh, all right, final thing for you before we let you go, Patrick. Who is the – do you think there is a one seed that got a more favorable draw, and do you think there's a one seed that, that, that maybe has, a, like, a less favorable draw or a concern? Well, you mentioned in the West, you have, you've, you have Kansas, St. Mary's, Connecticut, Gonzaga, UCLA, which are all, you know, metrics darlings, basically. Like, St. Yeah. Mary's is St. Mary's and UConn in particular are teams that – you know, when you look at their at, at their sort of efficiency numbers, they're better than maybe what the results-based uh, metrics would suggest. So, if you're into the efficiency thing, that West bracket is probably the more daunting group. You know, I kind of look at the group in the East, where you've got Purdue that's vulnerable. You've got Tennessee, which saw its point guard tear his ACL a few weeks back. You've got Marquette, which is a nice story and, and, a, and a good team. How good they are, I don't know. Kansas State, not a tested team in the postseason. 
And then you've got Duke sitting there. Yeah. And I feel like that might be the most wide open of the brackets. I mean, out of those teams I just mentioned, I think any of them other than Tennessee could be realistic teams to make it out of those those regionals. I think I think Tennessee is a prime uh, team that could get picked off in the first round, certainly not make it out of the first weekend. So, you know, I, I look at the East as the one that we could have some variables. And even with Purdue, you know, they might have to deal with a really, really spunky Memphis team in the second round. And I'm not so sure that they get past that one. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's exciting. Um, you know, last year, obviously, we had the St. Peter's team. Do, do, any any thoughts on a team that could be that kind of team this year? Well, I think Charleston's probably a little too far up the board yeah. as a as a 12 seed to really count as that. Um, but that is a team that I think can cause some problems for somebody. Uh, and you know, they're playing San Diego State there in Orlando in the first round. You know, one other team I'll mention just because I think this guy has done a Fabulous job um, t- since taking over really one of the worst programs in Division One, and that's Amir Abdur-Rahim taking over at Kennesaw State four years ago, won one game in his first season, and has built a program the old-fashioned way by getting one big recruiting class and just sort of augmenting it and building around it and keeping guys together. They won the Atlantic Sun. They beat a good Liberty team. That is a team capable of winning a game. Uh, and they'll play Xavier down in Greensboro. Them, them and Kent State in the same bracket, a 13 seed. The Golden Flashes, led by Sincere Carey, a former Duquesne point guard, that has basically been the best player in the Mid-American Conference over the last two years. I think those are two teams to look out for in the Midwest bracket that could ultimately wind up winning multiple games this season. All right. Hey, Patrick, great stuff uh, throughout stuff, the Patrick. season, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, at the Bruins. D1 S Course on Twitter. Uh, good enough to give us some time, Patrick Stevens with the Washington Post, and, of course, uh, always got you handled college basketball. Thank you so much, Patrick. Have a good day, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Take care, fellas. All right, Patrick, via the BetQL guest hotline. I like the good info there on the brackets. All right. A lot of stuff to digest from the Commanders. It has been a busy early part of the tampering period as they rebuild their offensive line. Two signings off the board for the Commanders. And it's all about position flex. We'll recap that coming up. It is Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Manager, streaming live on the free Odyssey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Have you noticed the difference in Anthony Haney's walk today? Yeah. It just seems to be, (laughs) you know, it's something about being a champion. Yeah. I don't care what the the venue is. You want to win, right? When you want to win. Right. You You don't want to lose. You want to be able to, when a man challenges you to something and you go out and slay him, that puts you in in an area of... Got to feel great. Well, I was talking to Anthony about this, and I said this to you on the air, and I thought that he played his F game and, and still no, won. No, it was not Anthony's yeah. best moment. No, it wasn't. No, no, I mean, not, he, he, he can play sick. better. I know he can. I and, watched it And he still he won, you know, by a lot. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so the guy gets the first bucket. So he made, to, so for people that don't know, the three-point line was a two-point line in this game to 11. So a two-pointer was made by the guy who was talking a lot. Yeah. And then from there it was an 11-0 run. Did I that my stats yeah, correct? It was an 11-0 okay. Run. An 11-0 run as we would say. Yeah, it was it was, it was really downhill run. at that point. Yeah. Um all, you know, it was just, you know, it was all one-way traffic as they should say. But anyway. And the thing about it is that I watched Hoffman and Haney mm-hmm. go one-on-one. That better game. Highly competitive. Both guys got a great shoot. They right. can, they they're balanced. They got a right. nice they passed my the guy. I credit them. They can play. Right, right. Then they played horse, showing creativity, range, all that. Boom. There you go. And then all of a sudden, then Big Baby shows up, and uh, then he wants to change the rule. He wants to go the opposite well, end. Yeah, what was that all about? I never understood the gamesmanship of all that. Yeah, going all the way to the other end. I, I thought well, that yeah, that didn't make strange. sense. Yeah, it was really weird. You know. And so then uh, I I looked and I thought, <laughs> okay, stamina. Now, when I saw the first oh, team, first string podcast T-shirt, yeah, I said he's bold enough to wear a sponsorship in an event like this, and then it didn't take too long to see his heart rate go up and yeah, breathing, and then I start wondering, worrying that <laughs> maybe he didn't run. He told me he'd run full right, court right, right. twice a week, allegedly at the gym, fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So what he tells everybody, right, right. So my next road trip, I'm going to go. I think he says the LA Fitness. Okay. Wherever he goes, I'm going to be there. Gotcha. To see this because I cannot envision it. And if they, if he, if Anthony allows a repeat, right, a rematch. Yeah. Oh, Anthony, I would never play him again. But if Anthony does it, <laughs> then um, I would say that Linnell has got to lose 75 pounds. 
just to be Before eligible I would to play? even consider doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's about 75 pounds overweight. Yeah. So you're if telling he's him 70 the, is the, 70, the number. Okay. 70, 75 right. pounds. To, to get back on the floor. I don't know how you can expect to be right. competitive. That's a good point. Against Anthony. Well, yeah. Anthony and Hoffman, they're in great shape. Yeah. You know. Well, one of the guys is a trainer in addition to a radio host. So, I mean. Well, okay. You <laughs> yeah. know what? And I, you know, I just look at. Hoffman as yeah. a radio genius. So yeah, I'm but he's also yeah he's also, he also a trainer. Does this yeah. for a living. Yeah, yeah. Which would explain why right. he has balance, range. He's right. got the whole pe- whole yeah. caboodle. Yeah. Then why don't? How about this? Hoffman trained Big L. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Now that would be interesting. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now he's got a certified uh, this is a show. trainer. That's a show. Because you've got to have somebody that is yeah. that's off that is certified. Because you got to have mm-hmm. medical care. You got to have. I oh, wouldn't you touch CPR it. training and you all that stuff. CPR. Yeah, yeah. You got to have all this. You yeah, know. you got to have it all. Now, in in his defense, I could see under that body. I guess as a Pop Warner athlete, he had some game. You could see initially, his mind wanted to do things his body wasn't capable of yeah, doing. His mouth definitely. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's right. So those two things, you can start looking yeah. at the connectivity. To where he would try to do something that I've seen done before, but he's not capable of doing it. Maybe he did it back in the day. Yes. And he thought he could come back to that, but he has a different body now. Really. All right. Let's get people updated on what's been going on. Tampering period started at noon Eastern. Uh, the commanders, of course, signed to Ron Payne yesterday. Also signed uh, Kalik Hudson yesterday. Resigned. Thank you. Uh, long-term. Kalik's just a one-year deal. Yeah. Obviously, Payne's the four-year 90 mil. Uh Got a two-year deal done with Danny Johnson earlier today as Love well, it. keeping Love him it. around. Love now, it. Nick Love Gates, who is a uh, center, was playing center last for the Giants and played guard this year down the stretch, also has played some tackle. He gets a three-year deal with the Commanders, uh, $8 million of which is guaranteed, $18 million max. Uh, Andrew Wiley, who finished the season as the Chiefs' right tackle, uh, is also played guard in the league. He uh, was signed by the Commanders uh, just a little while ago as well, or agreed to a deal. Excuse me, because none of these are signed yet. These are these can't be signed until the fifteenth at four o'clock. So that's what has happened so far. Uh, so the Commanders, two offensive linemen. Interesting thing about Wiley, uh, right guard, but played right tackle during the twenty twenty two season. Played in every game, including the playoffs and Super Bowl, but. With the Commanders, he could play right guard, right, next to Sam Cosby. Or maybe he plays tackle and Sam Cosby plays guard. I don't know. It could it could go either direction. But you have, again, the key word here, or phrase, position flex uh, for the Commanders there with two players that can come in and, and fill multiple needs. Yeah. Well, Nate's an Edison High School kid, one of our rivals out in Orange County. So, and they play great football. No, I mean, look. Here is he better than the guys we had last year? The moment he walks off the plane at Dulles, check that box. He also gonna have on probably his left hand a huge ring. Yeah, it's gonna be another indicator. You know how many more rings can we put in the room? True. So that people get a chance to see him. Yeah. Touch him, and then say, "Okay, I I want one." So I I like it. Yeah, Wiley guard tackle again. Uh... Guy's been around a little bit. I mean, he played prior to Kansas City with the uh, Chargers, Browns, and the Colts. Bring them all. And uh, 28 years old at this point. Infant. Yeah, so uh, had a heck of a heck of a postseason run, and big reason why the Chiefs were able to win a Super Bowl 
yeah. uh, was their line was able to be stable uh, as well. You can block for Mahomey. Well, you know the pressure you got to be under when you break that hole. You know it's a pass play. I don't want to be the guy that gets his leg broken. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, so in a way, I guess you could say Nick Gates. I've seen people make this comparison already. It's a good point. Like kind of their their West Schweitzer of of the twenty twenty class, right? A guy who had mm-hmm. position versatility, mm-hmm. around the same age. Um, you know, can can do any pretty much play anywhere for you on the line. So the Gates deal again, three years, eighteen million. Remember, Ron Rivera did say he was looking for good deals, right? Making making good deals, and uh, you know, again, looks like they have made a couple good deals here. And got to see these guys come in, fit in, play, and all that stuff. But it's good to see the activity because I think there was a lot of a lot of questions, rightfully so, as to what the activity level would be. Even though we were hearing it was going to be business as usual. You just really don't know with, with, with things are going on with ownership, how that may impact it. And we're not going to know. Anything you hear now, to me, is what they want you to hear. There are no scoops. Nobody's scooping anybody at this level of ownership. The fact that we're able to do business as usual is great because we don't have any business. This is not business as usual. Usual, they just go to whoever was at Carolina and bring them in. This is an upgrade because now we're using the whole league. This is Eric Bieniemy's influence, in my opinion. Offensively, this is Eric Bieniemy paying dividends immediately on his presence with this organization. That, folks, is an upgrade. Chiefs, meanwhile, apparently are really out on Orlando Brown because they've just signed, uh, agreed to terms, excuse me, with Jawan Taylor. Uh, formerly of the Jaguars, it is a four-year, $80 million, 60 of which was guaranteed. He was a second-round pick at Jacksonville's in 2019. Uh, did Here's not bad blood. Yeah, so uh, he looks like he, – he is a right tackle, though, or played right tackle, but with that money, you would think he's going to be playing left tackle um, in Kansas City. I don't think you have any objections of him trying. Yeah, with that money, you, you're going to probably yeah. give it a shot. So it looks like the uh, the Chiefs not afraid to kind of retool their line uh, this offseason. So a lot of activity going on uh, with all these things, uh, you know, taking place today. As we mentioned earlier, the Eagles have taken some hits uh, here in the early part of um, free agency as well, with Hargrave leaving, Edwards leaving uh, off that defense today. So there'll be there'll be some of these though. I mean, the the 49ers lost uh, McGlinchey to the. To the Broncos, I mean, there's, there's, gonna, you're going to have some losses, no matter who your organization no, is. If you have a, if you're a really good team with a robust salary cap, and you have guys that they're leaving for a reason, the Kansas City departures, I'm old school, so I'm not going to understand. I would never leave a champion for money, because you make your money being a champion down the road. But they don't, you know, you, you're too young to understand that. But with the Niner defections means that, to me, they don't believe in the quarterback. So they've seen this guy there, and they're saying, hey, fellas, exit, stage left. I'm out of here because <laughs> this guy is not going to be as good as – and my other guy's having surgery. I trust Purdy, but he won't be back until the season. What this tells me is that people in the Niners right now are going, you know, Slim, if I get an opportunity, exit, stage left, I'm out of here. All right, we'll get back to some calls here in the final uh, 25, 30 or so at 
0980. Uh, activity level on the Commanders. Thoughts on it so far? A couple offensive linemen keeping Deron Payne, Danny Johnson, uh, Khalid Hudson. I'd say it's been refreshing uh, and surprising Motivating in a sense. Motivating is better. Yeah, and surprising, giving all the uncertainty with the ownership situation. Uh, good start to the offseason. We'll get to your thoughts on it next year on Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Uh. Who would have thought it right here at March Madness we're talking commanders? Making some moves, being aggressive. I think the Eric Bieniemy influence is showing, is sticking his head out, and I like it. 301-230-0980 is the number. Start inland over heels with Mark. Marco, welcome. Top of the day to you, Doc. Top of the day to you, Scott. What's up, man? Hey, guys, just I could not agree with you more. I believe it is a positive step. All the things that they have done, it shows a positive mental attitude, something that this team needs desperately. I mean, they need honesty also. They need, you know, like you guys show on your broadcast when I listen to you, and I enjoy your candor, and that's why I listen. And great job again today. And I wanted to say that, man, Doc, you always make me think of the old times, and I'll tell you, man, you were talking about uh, the guys on the defensive line, and that we locked ours up middle up today, and I was just wondering how Richie Pettibone and Larry Peccatello and those guys would think about it, and also, you know, I got to say that I think one of the guys that deserves a lot of credit for our strength in the middle, besides Dave Butts, obviously, is your man, Daryl Grant. World you know, Grant, 100 tackles, back-to-back seasons. He was two tackles yes, shy sir. of doing it for three mm. consecutive years. Yes, Thank sir. you, Mark. And, uh, Appreciate it, buddy. An absolute badass. An hey, MVP of this team, stuff. man. Thank you. We appreciate that. We are now going to a man. He don't show us a lot of love, Jack. Who's that? Sanchez. But at least we're oh. fortunate <laughs> to get him today. I love talking yeah, to Yeah, I know Sanchez, yeah. man. He's, he's, uh, he's from Tennessee yeah. or We're is he not Kentucky? that high on his list. Is he but Kentucky or Tennessee? He's higher on our list. Yeah, let's forget. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, I'm hurt and offended that you would do that. I'm always listening. And, you know, I always got love for you and, and Scott Jackson sometimes when they act right. But I just want to tell y'all, what are we? Are we in Bizarro Land, Washington, making moves that make sense? I know. You believe it? And, and the Panther line? with no Panthers it's, anywhere yes, in the vicinity. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only thing is, I think in this world, Linnell could actually score three points against. <laughs> well, uh, oh, see, come oh, on, man. Oh, come on, man. Y'all back no, off, my no, boy, man. No. Yeah. Look, I see. I see you trying to get in line for the Georgetown job too. Looking like coach out there. I said, okay, I see what Doc's doing out here. He's hey, trying man, to get back in the biz. I was at prep. <laughs> what do you want me to do, man? I was a Hoya country. I, oh man, y'all had me. Y'all had me roll. I was sitting there getting ready for the high school basketball championships in Virginia. I just said, I need something to get my mind right before this game. And I, I turned on Instagram. That was must-see TV, and Linnell made every big brother in the world look bad, including myself. <laughs> uh, I think I could score at least four ba- uh, four points on Anthony on a good day. I just had to take him to the rack, that's all. But, hey, you know I love y'all, and I'm always listening to you. Don't think I don't, but I'll talk to y'all later. All, all right, buddy. Appreciate See you, Sanchez. Take care of that Call. voice. Call him from the hills of Tennessee, yeah. wherever Call he lives, way the hell yeah. out in the okay, middle of nowhere. Okay, hey, line three. 
Line three, uh, is this uh, Magic Johnson? Uh, Michael Jordan? You know, it's, it's, it's real crazy. Wait you a know, minute. They're, they're, they're is this Linnell Willingham? Oh, Linnell. Oh, oh, my I'll God. I'm trying to remember my, my, my Twitter handle for no other reason, but when you want to tweet at no, me. No, N-E-L. No, I, no, I know That's it. problem. N-L-L. Yeah, a lot, a, lot of y'all, okay. y'all, a lot of y'all got a lot of nerves. I'll tell you that. I've been listening the whole time. Of course you have. You're a diva. I know, I know you've been listening. Yeah. So, so what, you s- have a what happened? Of nerves. What that happened, Linnell? He is a 175-pound guard going up against a 300-pound center. What the hell is he supposed to do? He don't get no kudos for that. I shouldn't have scored. And, and don't act like I didn't watch the tape. He didn't score on every damn possession. Well, he played his one, worst two, game. He might have played the worst game of his life, to be honest. His, his parents were actually embarrassed. Yeah. He didn't even get allowed worse. back home for dinner this weekend, I heard. But anyway. Yeah. Man, I mean, give me some type of credit. It's okay. I'm, I'm out of it in one piece. Y'all said I couldn't do that. It's okay. So you I'll want credit for not having cardiac mind. arrest is what you're telling me. Exactly. Hey, I didn't see a lot of effort being put in there by you, by the way. Linnell, here's AB on look, Twitter. Look, look. Okay. I didn't get in. I look, I didn't get a warm up. As soon as I pulled up to the damn to, Wait a minute. The gym, were you I on time, Linnell? Were I mean, you on time? They made me pull, they made me shoot on the court. I, I asked the request to switch the court. No, were you on time? I plan on different types of surfaces. I think I'm on a hardwood court. There's so <laughs> many things. That we're going the other way. It's ridiculous. And you guys don't hear patting this kid on the back like he's something? Baby Iverson. I shouldn't have scored. You should have scored on every possession. Why was I ever able to stay in front of him? Here's A.B. on Twitter. Put that man on the Stairmaster now. I'm 63, and I swear I don't think at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-B hashtag would beat me now. Any of y'all old Bamas that called in today think y'all would do any better? Please come out there. Because I sure enough didn't show up. Listen, listen. First of all, we need to get you a a timepiece, Linnell. This this is my big problem. We We need to get you a timepiece. We co-host. He rooting against me. Linnell, I didn't have to root against you. I was rooting for you not to die. be honest with you, I wasn't rooting against you. I wasn't rooting against you. I was there supporting you. Let me be very clear. I wasn't rooting against you. I was laughing at you. Yeah, Um, right. And I was telling you weeks ago when we were in here together not to screw with Anthony when it comes to basketball right yeah. now. And, you know, you know and, the, and I knew you were going to be late, and I told the guys, on the, it was my one prediction about the game that you'd be late, and you were yeah, late. You were late. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to you get rid of Would you challenge B. Mitch? Would you challenge B. Mitch? Oh, that'd be good. You, you, that's why you wasn't on the court. You, you, got, you can't be follically challenged to be on the court. B. Mitch <laughs> texted me. I haven't got a text message from B. Mitch since I started working here. And what now did he say? Text what did he say? Mitch. Did he challenge you? <laughs> What did he tell You're you? You're horrible. I mean, get out of here. Yeah. I, I, no, there are people that want a piece of you. I suggest this. I did I see. We can line them up because if any of y'all think y'all would do any better, I promise you, especially y'all over calling in here today. Bones, I'm especially disappointed in you. I mean, y'all, y'all had a lot of nerve. It sounded real good on, on the airwaves. But y'all show up to Georgetown Prep to see if I want to handle y'all ass. Are you on the air? Are you hosting overtime tonight? I'm on overtime tonight. Beautiful. I got something special for Anthony Haney lined up. Oh, okay, good. Good. Well, people, everybody right. tune in. Well, I don't know why you disrespected and, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, what did Anthony do? Yeah, he, he shot horrible. Yeah, he, he played shooting, the worst game of his life yeah, and still beat you. He's ass. embarrassed. Why are you mad at him? He played the worst game in his life. Yeah, sound like a bunch of fans. It's true. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. It was bad, I hope, man. Did you work out yet? <laughs> did I work out yet? Wait, what is that even supposed to mean? 
It's supposed to mean I think there's some potential in you if I could get you to lose 75 pounds. Look, I may be, I may be losing service. We're getting ready to leave the runway. <laughs> I'm on my Okay, well, we'll see, see you, you get here. See you later. See well, you at later. least he called it. That's good. Yeah, That's no, good. Like, and by the way, yeah. did I – another prediction I would have had today that he was listening to every second. Of course he was. Oh, a, come on. He's the biggest yeah, narcissist I mean, in this building. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he's young. <laughs> I mean, big baby. But I'll tell you what, man. Uh, and he's willing to do it again. No, he is. I just he hate can. the Eminem. No, we need to get him on a training program first. Eminem, could, yeah. Eminem and you, I'm telling you, it's man, you could have posted bets on this thing. Yeah. To the next one, it'll be good. But you did see the video. You saw the video. Yeah, yeah I, I was actually watching live, too. Uh, Anthony oh, had wow. it on Instagram Live. Yeah. Instagram Live, So yeah. good. These guys, yeah. they're technologically just running around. No, but Hoffman, Hoffman is taking – Honestly, Craig this, should win yeah. an Oscar the for, like – The station should yeah. hire Hoffman. Best shorts to do, I, of a horror movie yeah, uh, exactly. that was supposed to be a sporting event. You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. it really should yeah. be a category. Yeah. At next year's Oscars that he yeah. should win. That was great. It's a great video. Yeah, that, that was good. Uh, he I and his wife Craig, knocked it out of the park. Craig got something out of Syracuse. No doubt. No, no doubt about it. They didn't no. use him. He used them. Even oh, at the scoreboard yeah. running in the bottom I of the know. screen. I know. A little no, score ticker. He, he is. He, the dude's uh, incredible. Nah. That was unbelievable. That was tremendous. I can't wait for him to hit the airwaves today. No doubt. No doubt. Because I know he's going to have commentary on it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm amazed that, again, somehow, some way, you know, but I'm not surprised that, that Big Al is being at playing the victim card oh, here. Oh, yeah, he's a victim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a says, victim suddenly. Yeah, I mean, a big guy is supposed to be a bully. <laughs> yeah. And he's always he's a, a His victim. feelings are hurt because you were rooting for Anthony, Look, and his feelings are hurt because I was laughing. First of all, first of all, I'm never prejudiced when it comes to winning. I'm taking the winner. I mean, right, the, right, the Anthony right. earned that. You know what I mean? What do you think I'm going to do? I told him, don't uh, do this until you're in shape. Uh, he right. told me, right. I'm in shape. Yeah. I run at the gym. I don't, I, I forget, I don't want to know the name of the place. Some fitness place at night, which I'm going to be at it when I find out the name of it so I can see this for myself. But I know he didn't. He was... He was tired at the coin toss. I knew that he was huffing and puffing at the coin toss. Uh, All right, if you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get you on the other side. It is uh, final moments here. Burgundy Gold today. Forehead over the Hoffman Show. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today. Got some calls. We're trying to squeeze in here before we get get out of here. Um, Justin in Richmond. Since I thought you ought to at least give the 4 0 defenders some love. All right, there we go. 4 0 defenders. Yeah, we opened the show with the, the real football team in town's doing work today. We Sorry. About the snake. Yeah, we talked about the snake the a minute winning, ago. Yeah, and winning. I mean, uh, we love it. And the defense, yeah. Greg Williams, Vernon Dean, yeah. defensive back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're happy for him. But I mean, come Check on. Check the Let's, rewind. Yeah. Go to Odyssey. It's free. Yeah, we'll I mean, but, nickel. you know, again, yeah. it's, it's low on the total poll. I'm sorry. When the other teams that are in town making news, I mean, sorry. NCAA tournament. Got a lot of other things. So we kind of shortchanged too. Didn't even talk about the Wizards issues. Wouldn't even get to that. So, yeah. I mean, defenders, have fun, enjoy the games. But, you know, unless you're maybe you're a shareholder. But uh, we had Vernon Dean on Friday. So, yeah. This week's going to be big. He'll be yeah. with us tomorrow, too. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the phones. Let's grab a few more before we get out of here before we hand it over to the Hoffman yeah. Show. All right. Commander's let's busy go. today getting work done. Position uh, flex big, on the O line. What? This is going to be funny. Big Tony. Um, who I don't know who dialed it for you, but uh, welcome. Well, he's got a bad to, wing, oh. doesn't he? You know, he's got a head surgery. <laughs> hey, man, look here. I'm still laughing from the side of yo. Hey, look here, man. That joint was comical, right? So, little athlete sent me the joint. I saw the – well, Doc, you sent me the uh, post-game interview. 
and he over there excuse to talk about uh, move the court death perception and, and all this so he ain't get to warm up and all this. I say, okay, man. So then after he sent me the joint last, last night around 11 or something, and my wife said, what you over here? Dude, I'm dying. That, this man, hey, y'all, who, y'all who didn't see it, no kidding, Lil L was out of breath by the three-minute mark. He started throwing the ball after Anthony would make it, so Anthony would have to chase the ball trying to tire little Anthony down. Yeah. But little Anthony wasn't having that, Doc. Hey, Doc, Big John, I, I mean, I, I hung around him a little bit. He always had some sayings, right? And what would he say? Hear, 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 hear nothing, nothing, say, say nothing. nothing. And, and, and the empty barrel makes the most noise. Here you go, little Al. The, the chitlin bucket, the popcorn and potato chip bag, the pork chop bag, the, the macaroni and cheese container, when you throw them down the stairs, they make the damn most noise. Boy, you came home and ran your damn mouth all this time. I'm going to do this. I'm, dude, if you take all that energy and all that anger and you would have just bogarted, you ain't even had to back them down, just freight train them, body them off, and take it to the hole. Now, he didn't even have air to take it to the hole. So then don't be challenging nobody up in here. Just take yourself. You're lucky I got a broken arm because I come over there and dunk on you, but that's another story. But, uh, hey, man, Doc, comical, and you still got your uh, – post-game interview skills going on, man. We need to get you back in the booth, baby. No, I hope so. Dwayne, by the way, on Twitter said, um, looking at it again, uh, at Nail should have taken cues and had Anthony sign a non-disclosure agreement regarding letting that video out. Oh, my God. That's so bad. That is so bad. Oh, all right. We got about five more minutes. Let's try to grab a few more while we can. All right. Let's go to Ba, one of our favorites. Hey, Ba. Yo. Man, I appreciate this one. I, I needed to get in. First of all, I'm going to start by the basketball. The guy is so-called uh, basketball player. This guy, all he do is bully the mic. Man, I'm so glad Ant-Man took him to the to Syracuse school. That man, you know what? Tell him uh, Planet Fitness is $10. I don't even know why y'all let him get in. Because he know he coming out overtime. Nobody going to be listening at 7. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to fight back. Man, you lost. Let's move on. <laughs> I I love what Eric Bieniemy is doing. Oh, Doc, I do too. I'm with you, man. Everything too. is good. These people don't know. We you need a winner to get to the winning uh, ring. Everything I see, I love it. And I heard that guy Simpson talking about the Bieniemy is crazy about Sam Howell. These people gonna find out. Let's go, Scott. Give me some of the wizards. It's pathetic. I'm out. Good news, man. They're six. Uh, they're tied for sixth in the lottery right now. There's your Wizards update. That's great news. Nobody over there would want to hear that, but it's the truth. It's the best thing that could happen. Win the lottery. That's what you need. That's good. That stuff. would be the best result of this season if they could win the lottery, because then you're in the zone of like, you know, you should be able to hit the pick. Because clearly, where they've been picking, they haven't hit many. Where are we going next? All right, we are at AP. AP Greenbelt. What up? <laughs> Brother Doc, Jack, what's going on? You are, buddy. Hey, I know Georgetown Prep about to call Anthony Haney and protesting because, man, I ain't never seen Ant looking that jacked up, man. That boy been in jail. You know? Yeah, no, he works, I mean, he works at it. Yeah, he's trying to stand. Yeah, shape. he really does. <laughs> he works at it. I was like, is that a stunt, man? Who is that? But what did you think of Big L man, when look. you saw him? Look, Big L, that's my boy. You know, I, I, I promised Anthony I wasn't going to troll him because that's my boy. And, you know, I, I like the fact that Big L is, you know, up and coming in the ranks in the radio business. But, man, 
He couldn't even get through warm-ups, man. They no. should have, hey, with, with a guy from Rocky IV, throw the damn towel. They should have threw the damn towel before that game even started. Throw man. the damn towel! Oh, hell no. Throw the damn towel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that Rocky movie. Oh, oh man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, have a good one, man. All right, you too. I appreciate that. All right, let's squeeze All right, one more. yeah, go Clifford. Welcome. Hey Doc Scott, great signing. I don't care how much, how much, uh-uh, I don't care what about their um, the naysayers keep talking about trade Deron Payne. Great, great signing because I'm tired of, I'm sick and tired of seeing them draft players and when they develop, they become good. They always leave the residence for someone else and they always put them somebody else's garbage. Hopefully, this is a big step, a big major step in the right direction. So far, they resigned. Jonathan Allen, when his contract was up, they resigned McLaurin, now Payne. Hopefully they can stay consistent and keep their own and yep. draft some players and stop and stop signing people, people's um, other teams' high-priced garbage. And I'll sit back and listen. Yeah, right. I think that's well, been the plan. I think they've been pretty consistent with it. Uh, look, they've missed some people in free agency. They haven't really done anything, again, outside of Jackson. Uh, and at the time, it was plotted by everybody. They haven't had any big misses. Uh, but I think this... The two signings today, it looked like they're both fair deals in terms of money with uh, Andrew Wiley coming over from the Chiefs who could play guard or tackle and Nick Gates who can play center guard or tackle. Although I think he's more of a center or guard. Uh, they, they both look like lower lower level signings in terms of money, so they're fair deals. So we'll see. I, I'm encouraged by it as well. I mean, it's they've hit the neat areas, right? That's that's what you only thing you've been asking since the beginning of this stuff. So And, and again, let's go all the way back to the top. This is the same outfit that got you two starters from Chicago yeah. on the offensive line before. So everything doesn't have to go through Carolina. Uh, they have shown the ability to identify talent, bring it in, then coach it up. Yeah. The only thing I pretty much agree with with the masses that has been discussed is some one of our first callers mentioned going tight in at 16th. No. No, thanks. No, nah, they got too much young talent too many here other needs, too many other at the position. Just let – give it time for the enemy to cultivate it. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks to Mike behind the glass. Eminem. Thanks to Brad Biggs from the Chicago Tribune for talking about all the Bears moves. And also uh, thanks to Patrick Stevens from the Washington Post. Great stuff on the NCAA tournament. Get the brackets done. We'll talk more with you later this week. Doc will be in here tomorrow. I'm with Big L. I'm babysitting on Wednesday. Uh, until then, so long here on Burgundy Gold today. Hoffman Show is next here on Break the Team 980. Streaming live in the Free Odyssey app. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.